Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX. The new customers who bet just $1 on either team to score in an NBA game can win $100 in free bets. What a week it's been. I, 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 honestly, like, what are we going to do? It's, it's like three nights of Wheel of Fantasy in a row. Literally. Oh, like, it's unbelievable. I don't even know how to act right now. We have points in three straight for the Arizona Coyotes. I mean, <laughs> get the parade room ready. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly, like, we, we, two weeks ago, if you would have said there are three games in a row that this team got points in, I would have said absolutely no chance. No. This is. And they could have even won that game on Thursday night. Yeah, so it could this, have been three straight. This could have been three straight wins, which I think, seeing how the start of the season went, I don't think we would have ever predicted. And honestly, there's no coincidence. It's upon the arrival of Scott Wedgwood. Yeah, I mean, it, their their season changed when he got here, and and I'm not taking anything away from Karel Vamelka and how he played this season. He was solid in the beginning. There were some goaltending issues with Carter Hutton, but Scott Wedgwood has been able to solidify the goaltending, and what it's allowed this team to do is stay in games. Like when you make one or two big saves, it allows your team to stay in it. And there were so many games early that they weren't getting that save and they were out of it by the end of the yep. first. And and that's hard to push back. Like tonight, tonight was the second period. Second period was awful. Yeah. I mean, they're outshot 16 to six through two yeah. in the second period alone. You thought, uh oh, we're in trouble. But Wedgwood comes up with big saves, get another post, but makes the saves <laughs> the he needed six, to make. Six posts in two two games. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll give this, uh, let's go right to the numbers. Yeah, by the numbers for tonight. Uh, 34 shots on goal for Detroit. So that's quite a lot of shots faced. But the, the key number here for me is, is the Coyote shots, because through two, they had 14. Yeah, so, so that third period was quite the effort. The third period was fantastic. And look at that face-off number. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one of the best numbers we've seen all Of the season. season. So you'd like to think that they're going to get more shots because they possess the puck more, but you saw in the third period, the tying goal comes off a face-off win by Ryan Dezingle, who is now, what, <laughs> played center for two games and, and has two, two goals. goals. And like Craig said uh, last game, they asked him about it in the post-game, and he said that was his first time playing center since college. So it's not even like it's a position he's familiar with. So funny to see him get success, but we'll take it. Yeah, and it's two games in a row for him where he's been a spark plug. He's brought energy, 
and the goal tonight clearly changed the tempo of this game. Fantastic for him. But the third period, you got to give it to Coach Turnier. He made, it, made an adjustment. He switched the lines up, putting Keller with Hayton and Kessel, uh, and then switched Kraus. Oh, I had it too. I had Kraus with Kessel. Boyd yeah. and Galchenyuk. That change sparked everybody. Mm-hmm. So all four lines seemed to roll better after he made that change. And, and I know, you know, we talk about our members' discord. They were pretty hard on Clayton Keller tonight. The PHNX members have a chat group that we sit and monitor during the games. And man, <laughs> were they hard on Keller. Ironically enough, he's the guy that comes through and scores the winning goal. It's so crazy. By the way, people in the discord... Um, Aaron was the one in the bathroom this time for the <laughs> yeah. overtime winner. So the game ends and we're like yelling for Aaron to come. So just just keeping the streak alive of someone being in the bathroom, missing the uh, <laughs> an important goal at the end. Um, I just I was even just thinking like it's just been so nice to be entertained. Yeah, no, watching Coyotes hockey. <laughs> but there was a point, and I'll say this too, and we're thrilled with the third period and the overtime win. Everything's great. Points and three. This wasn't the same team through. Four 40 minutes that it was in the last game against Columbus. I don't think they skated as well. I don't think they moved the puck as well early. I don't know. It took them a little bit longer to get their legs tonight. Uh, I thought it was, they finally got their wake up call in the third period. They started to move better. They were possessing pucks more, more offensive zone time. And most importantly, they were throwing pucks at the net and you can't score unless you get shots on goal and get pucks to the net. And I thought they did a much better job in the third period. Definitely that the second period was a little rocky. I felt like the first period they played better. The shots were even. There was good puck movement on the power play. Um, that one goal by Detroit in that period, it was kind of a, a fluke goal, like how that whole thing unfolded. You had uh, watched it again. Can you explain what Yeah, you know, there? and what's, it's really, it's an awkward goal. Like the puck gets flipped out to the red line. If it takes a true bounce, it bounces right to Jacob Chikrin. Barrett Hayton's cutting through the middle. He gets a breakout pass, and the Coyotes are going the other way. The puck dies at the center dot. So now instead of the puck coming to Chikrin, everybody's going towards the puck. Barrett Hayton's path has to change. Ly Bushkin's path has to change. And it looks like they leave Dylan Larkin all alone on the outside. But they really didn't because they were expecting to have the puck on offense and not be defending. I mean, maybe Barrett Hayton stays on his side of the ice and stays in front of him, but that's a tough play. You really, th- it's honestly, it's just one of those things. It's just a bad bounce. I mean, yeah. I would have a hard time if I was grading that play from the coaching staff side, I'd have a hard time deciding where I'm given the, the we call them tick marks, who I'm, I'm blaming that chance against on. I'd probably have to go with Barrett Hayton because Lyle Bushkin can't get over that far side and Chickman's just playing the puck. But even then, Barrett Hayton's looking to make a break up ice offensively. Um, Bad bounce. Took them a while to recover. Didn't get their legs for almost two yeah. periods. But what an exciting finish. And it was a, that was Detroit's first shot of the game. So the Coyotes actually held Detroit um, without a shot for eight minutes and 41 seconds into the game. They score on their first shot, but then the rest of the time it was lights out for Wedgwood. We were very concerned in the second period when he took that shot to the collar area. Didn't know if it hit his throat. Luckily, he was okay. He stayed in. That's a man. That was that was scary. Everything fla- kind of flashed the whole yeah. season. Not the whole season. Well, you get concerned but. too. I mean, that was the, he wound up from the from the just inside the top of the circle and you watch the way Wedgwood fell there. I know in the studio, we were really concerned and we were concerned he got hit in the windpipe or in the throat. And that has to be a scary moment there. So it it looks more like it was a collarbone and just kind of jarred him a little bit and glad he stayed in the game. But it's, it's again, 
And I saw Tim said it in the in the chat that it's a two one win. Finally, I got it right. Well, because they've been winning five four and, and getting all these goals. But this, Tim, this honestly is the way I saw this team winning. They're not going to score a lot of goals, so they're going to need to defend. And they, Scott Wedgwood said it over and over again, makes the big save when he needed to, allowed him to hang around. And if you can hang around a game, good things can happen. And you look at the goal that Dezingle scores. Just a little wrist shot from Deneen from the point, from Cam Deneen. Just a little wrister. It wasn't anything dangerous, but the change of direction, Dezingle gets his, Nadelkovich doesn't see it, off the bar and in. Fantastic goal. Deneen's first NHL point, too, on that goal. That's, so great I'm really happy for, for that kid. He's worked really hard to get here, mm -hmm. to get back uh, or get to the NHL. Um, even earlier, probably, than he thought. He, <laughs> but um, I'm really happy for him getting that point. And it, it, again, it just it's amazing how much the tide swung towards the favor of the Coyotes here in the third period. Like uh, the momentum, you could just feel it. I, I sat there and thought, we're going to go overtime again. Like mm -hmm. you just could feel the, the excitement in the rink, the, the energy on the ice. It was great. And Keller, you know what? He does turn the puck over. And sometimes he, he does do those stop-up entries out the blue line, and he doesn't get the shot on net. But I tell you what, the kid's working hard, and he is trying to get to the net, and I thought he deserved that goal tonight. And uh, that is why Clayton Keller was our DraftKings king of the game tonight with his goal and point on his one shot. So, you know. In overtime. It's an important shot, though, right? Yeah. And one oh, other yeah. thing on that that overtime, congratulations to Clayton Keller, king of the game. Yes. Love it. Draft king, king of the game. But the other thing on in overtime, which is interesting, um, Columbus overtime, a, a player we did not see the entire overtime was Phil Kessel, who did not touch the ice in overtime against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Out on the ice tonight it's with Clayton Keller and Jacob Chikrin. I, and I know that there's some there's some people when you think of overtime three on three there's a lot of open ice and and, and Phil Kessel's not one you think of it hey he's gonna fly up the wing <laughs> with his dangerous speed but I tell you what Phil Kessel can make plays and Phil Kessel can shoot the score so uh, honestly I'm those three guys I'm glad those were the three on the ice Chickren's yep. finally turned it around oh my God it's been night and day seeing his turnaround this last week this this last week for the Coyotes has just been a huge turnaround. Yeah. Just this I, last week that we've had here. All three of those guys deserved something for how hard they've been working. So I'm glad they were all out there for this for turnaround. Sure. That was great. For sure. And Kessel assisted on both Coyotes goals tonight. So that's great. Great to see contributions from the guys that you want to be getting contributions from the ones making the, the big money and on those top lines. Um, where, where should we where should we go from here? I don't even know. I know. Yeah, and we talked about the, the line changes too. I was, I was marking shots on goal. Like Chikrin, again, he's taking shots and shots attempts have picked up every game as we've gone through this little mini streak now. Yeah. I know it's not, it's a point streak now. For this team to be talking about a point streak, uh, are you out of your mind? Like, yeah. remember where we were a week ago? Yeah. Like, we didn't know if we'd going to get to, the, to, to game 82. I know. And now we've got a three game point streak. I know. Chikrin had uh, 30 shots in his last few games, and now he has. Uh, he had two goals in the last three points in the last few. Which comment? Tim's. Oh. So he said, uh, Craig just tweeted, Clayton Keller broke down in interviews after the game-winning goal. He lost his grandfather to cancer. This was a special moment for him. Yeah, and, wow. and, and we will talk more about yeah. Hockey Fights Cancer. It was a big night at the arena tonight, you know, um, late in Ocardo, and uh, 
a lot of memories with her through the Hockey Fights can- Cancer Battle through the years. And Matt Schott tonight, who was honored pre- pre-game tonight. And actually, Craig will bring yes. him on and have him so, join us yes. later tonight. So Matt Schott will be joining um, our post-game show in a little bit. So be sure to hang on for that. Um, he'll be hopping on around the time Craig does. Um, and also, thank you to everybody who on Twitter and in the Discord shared photos of themselves of loved ones who are either battling cancer who have lost their battle to cancer we really wanted to highlight um everyone tonight because cancer unfortunately has touched all of us or someone we know in some way so we just wanted to make sure that everyone got to honor someone that they love and um we'll be showing all of those again at the end of tonight's show after we talk to Matt Shot. so yeah we'll be sure to touch on that and just to hear that about Clayton Keller and that's really special the fact that he got that overtime winning goal i mean it's like almost a storybook ending that he's probably thought about i was it his grandfather or gran- grandfather grandfather yeah. he probably thought about him right away so just really powerful on an, what i'm sure being in the building was super emotional um for everyone involved yeah i i i, I i'm so happy for these guys and, and leah and i had a chance yesterday and some of our fans had a chance yesterday to go out to the open practice at the ice den we had a chance to talk to some people. There's Dan right there. He's got <laughs> Cody Coyote. I think that was my first time seeing a PHNX shirt live. Oh, yeah. Well, on somebody else. I'm almost positive. Oh, well, so you Dan, didn't see you thanks. at the home opener. We, I saw a few. Oh, yeah, we opener. did. We did. So then after the game, Petey was Mr. Frickin' Celebrity. Well, it's been a long time. I don't, I haven't seen some of these guys in a while. <laughs> so I got a chance to, to, to visit and talk hockey, and it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. I tell you what, and that's why I was rooting for these guys because they're, <laughs> there's the game winning goal score right there <laughs> because they are, um, they're really good people and they, they honestly, they truly want to win. Yeah. They're working hard. They understand the tank season. They understand the rebuild. But you know what? They don't care. Like they, they just want to win and they compete. And the burden off of their shoulders in these last three games is phenomenal. I'm so happy for them as a group mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we're just going to ride this wave as long as we can. Yeah. Yep. It's three games. It's five games. Fantastic. So we, this is what fans have been asking for. Stay competitive. Be in games. Give us something fun to watch. And I think they've done that. They've I know. Turned it, around. I mean, even the fact that they've gone to overtime the last two games, that's that's exciting. That's exciting hockey to watch. It's fun watching yeah. that. It's fun watching competitive games. You know, they're, they're, they're not, we don't have any expectations that this team's going to make the playoffs. We don't have any expectations this is, that this is going to be a winning season, but we are entertained. And that's. That's what you. That's all we're asking for because there were so many, many, many nights so far of the eighteen games we've seen this we season that are. Yeah, this is so much more fun, right? Yeah. Talking about wins, and before we leave the ice den, can we tease that now? Yes. So, like we showed in those photos, PD had a chance to catch up with some of the guys, and we have some exclusive interviews um and which we will show you right now the full interviews will be up tomorrow um on our youtube phnx sports but for now here is the clip whether it's amazon prime or netflix what's your go-to right now what are you streaming uh new season of yellowstone yellowstone Seriously? Big, big Yellowstone guy. Are you rooming with Chick or what? Because no, the same thing. I know a lot of guys are. I'm on the new season that's being dropped weekly now, and I think it's the f- yeah, fourth season, so 
That's my favorite show. See, that, that's right hard-hitting news right there, Leah. That's the stuff we find out at PHNX. I know it dropped whatever a week or two ago, and uh, that was anticipated. I watched it over the summer. And Not everybody knows that. Absolutely. You're, you could break the, you get the the breaking news right there. It's better that than The Bachelor or something. Yeah, so we'll yeah, give you that. Sure. Chick, it's good to see you. Good Keep to see you, good work. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Barrett Hayton. We'll catch up with you soon. Yeah. So that was Jacob Chikorin and Barrett Hayton. PD really asking the hard-hitting yeah, hard journalism hitting. questions. That's right. That's the stuff that you don't get from Craig Morgan. <laughs> the behind-the-scenes breaking news. No, we did ask some hockey questions, too, so that was just the fun stuff towards the end. So if you want to catch the rest of those, they'll be up on our, our YouTube channel tomorrow. Yeah, it was great to hear from them. What is Yellowstone? It's a, it's a show. Yeah, about... a cowboy show on a ranch, right? Yeah, it's about... Kevin Costner, Field of yeah. Dreams. Yeah, in Montana. You know what we haven't done yet, PA? We're like halfway through our show. We haven't cracked their oh, beers. Oh, my goodness. We still, we to, oh, ASMR. you cracked you crack No, I didn't. It? Oh, okay. Here we Cheers. go. Cheers. Mm. It literally exploded on me again. Second night in I a row. I know that fridge is too cold. Oh Cheers. Oh, my Leo. God. I tell you what, it's so much, these beers taste so much better celebrating a win. It's oh fantastic. This, uh, th Instead that was of a, a pack therapy beer, it's like yeah, a we haven't pack had celebration. therapy in a week. I know. Every day is a, is a Wheel of Fantasy. We don't even need this segment anymore. Uh, it's fun. And you know what? Uh, let's hope they ride the wave. The, tomorrow's going to be tough. Like, they're, they're right now, they're literally packing their bags, getting ready. They'll be on the plane. What is it? They'll be on the plane in an hour. They'll be taking off to L.A. in an hour. It's an hour behind, so. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. That, that L.A. King team is, is off to a, a really good start. Tough building on a back-to-back. Um, I would assume we're, we're going to see Karel Vamelka, the first start he's had um, in a week. Yeah, you would, uh, you would think in a back-to-back. Back, and especially... Back. Wedge the, would take in the high shot. Yeah, because he had 42 shots um, in the, the game against Columbus. Columbus. He had 34 shots tonight. Plus, you know, I'm sure he's feeling a little sore from that shot in the second. So he'll probably get the night off. Uh, L.A. is 8-7-2 coming into this game tomorrow. Fifth in the Pacific. It's been the Pacific has been a little bit different than we thought. Yeah, it's upside down from what yeah. we thought, right? Yeah, like, like LA Kings and the Anaheim Ducks are off to better starts than we anticipated, yeah. and I think the the Vegas Golden Knights started off a little slower than we figured. They had some injuries. Um, Vegas is going to be there, and Vancouver, who I honestly I thought was going to be a team fighting yeah. for that playoff spot, just isn't right no. now. Um, is it a team that makes changes? I don't know, um, but the Kings have been a big surprise. So tomorrow night's good. They're going to have their hands full. There's no question. Um, it's hard on a back-to-back -back on the road. You know, it's a game you would expect them. I, I don't want to say sit back, but you got to wait for your chances on a game like that. I that first ten minutes is going to be really important. Keep LA off the scoreboard. Wait till they find their legs, and, and hopefully they can they can find some energy and get get another point out tomorrow night. Definitely. Um, the so looking at the standings now. So with the win tonight, the Coyotes have eight points. Seattle has nine points. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you what, Ottawa... Ottawa's nine, of course, they're have not on a played. pause. On um, a pause. Yeah, they're, they have three games in hand on the Coyotes right now, so they could gain some of that back, but I don't know. The Coyotes are coming yeah. up at no, the bottom of the standings there. You know what? It, it, <sighs> I mean, it's like we said, it's only 18 games, and there's so much time for everything to shake out, so I'm not too worried if the Coyotes go on a... I mean, this three-game point streak. <laughs> yeah. Would they go on a longer point streak? But there was even? just a comment, and I just missed it, on, on what the players' mood must be like now. I, it, it is so much different than it was a week ago. Yeah. Players, staff, coaches, everybody, their mood is lightened. And you know what? Once you start believing each other in, in a locker room and you start getting those good feelings, 
honestly, you just don't know what can happen. And I'm, I'm happy for him. Does it last forever? Gosh, I don't know. But let's ride the wave. Well, before tomorrow night's game, it is Sunday after all. And on Sunday, it's a big football day. And I know you were looking ahead at a big matchup tomorrow in the NFL. Oh. And uh, you have to share with us your DraftKings Pick of the Week, PD. What is it? The DraftKings Sportsbook app Pick of the Week. I'm going back home again because I always do. And I'm going back to the NFC North. North, the old Norris division in hockey. I'm going to go. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers are traveling to Minneapolis tomorrow. I wish it was outside because I'd like our chances even more. Uh, Green Bay is traveling to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. I am taking the underdog Vikings plus one and a half tomorrow. The DraftKings pick of the week. Wow. The Minnesota Vikings underdog plus one and, and a half. Aaron, as the other Minnesotan in the room. Well, what you, you got to agree, What do right? you feel? So I have uh, a split household here. So my dad is a Green Bay Packers fan, and um, all my friends in high school were uh, in middle school and elementary school were Vikings fans. So I always like flew under the radar and didn't <laughs> cheer for either team. So um, I always love watching the Vikings Packer game, though. Like that game is, it's always a, it's good a rivalry game, game yeah. and you never know what's going to happen. That's why you take the Vikings in one and a half. Yeah. Uh, Petey, I have a question for you. What would you say was your favorite year watching Packers Vikings? A favorite year? Yeah. Like, what was your favorite season? <laughs> like, like, what favorite thing? game? Favorite I season. I don't know if I have a favorite one. It was in the snow somewhere, but I don't have a favorite one. I'm too I, old. I, I don't think remember. the Brett Favre, uh, when oh. he left the Green Bay Packers and joined the Vikings, and joined the Vikings like that, that year they both, both teams made a good run. The Look Vikings ended up losing. Which is sad, but I remember like watching that game when I was in middle school and being like, wow, football is kind of cool. <laughs> wow, you have a better memory than I do. Wow, look at that. Well, that was the DraftKings Sportsbook Thanks, Pick of Aaron. the Week. And uh, be sure to sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app using the promo code PHNX. And new customers who bet just $1 on either team to score in either an NFL or an NBA game, so whatever you're feeling, um, if that team scores, you'll you'll score $100 in free bets. So be sure to check it out. It's safe, secure, reliable, super, super easy to use, super up-to-date. Petey's a big fan. We're all big fans here at PHNX. Make sure you use that promo code PHNX when you sign up. That's 21 and over, Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Fantastic. All right. Well, tugging along, we're waiting for uh, Craig and Matt to get here. Craig just leaving the interview room right now. So look at that. Was he going to take the the stairs like last time? I know. (laughs) Seriously, we get. Can we not? I know he wants the shot of the rink. I was going to say, can we not set him up downstairs? Yeah. Is that like against the rules? Or in his defense, he did look very good last time. He was. That one in St. Louis, the St. Louis one with the strobe lights. Legendary. That was incredible. Like, everyone was disappointed Thursday because the the setup on Tuesday was so iconic. Oh, man. Well, Aaron, while we're waiting for Craig, why don't we pull up the the punch card and let's see where we're at in the season. Look, two whole lines. Two whole lines are done. And you know what? Three wins in there. It's a lot more fun hitting the punch card now after a win. Totally. It, it just, I, I, I cannot tell you what a big turnaround this has been over the last 10 days. 
And you have to point at Scott Wedgwood's being acquired off of waivers as being the turning point. Yep. And and for him, and I had a chance to talk to him yesterday. And we're going to talk to him next week on the show. You know, so we'll get what his where he's at with this whole whole change. But I tell you what, he's a mature goaltender. He's playing the right way, and he's making the big saves. And he, you know what? If you wanted to play the rest of the sixty-two, I bet he would. Yeah. Like he's he's happy to be yeah. playing and getting this opportunity. Um, it's as important for him as a goaltender as it, as it is for the Coyotes as a team that he plays well. So really happy for him, and I'm looking forward to having him next week for a little bit longer chat. Yeah, um, definitely. We uh, we chatted with him at the Ice Den yesterday. It was really great catching up with him. <laughs> Look at Alex. Oh. Yeah, don't tell. So Alex says I carried the Natty Hattie, the podcast that Craig and I were on prior to the birth of PHNX. I, I don't know. I I think Luke did a lot of the heavy lifting there. His back was sore almost after every show. Cool. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can we extend him already? Will asked. I guess we'll see how the gold yeah, situation the, shakes out because I don't know if anyone if we expected Carter Hutton to be out this long. I don't I, know what the situation is with that. I think Craig would have more insight than us, but... What are they going to do? I, I don't know. Like, what are they going to do with Carter Hutton when he comes back? It, 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 it is a, a serious problem. And to say that there's a goaltending conundrum here in, in, in Arizona is a big surprise. <laughs> during, during the rebuild year? Yeah. Like, you know, it, when Carter Hutton signed, it was Kemper was the starter. I think we all thought Kemper was going to go, but at that time, Kemper was still the guy. Then he's gone, and we have... Karel Vamelka, we'd never literally had never heard the name before. Mm-hmm. We, you and I didn't have him in our preseason picks to make the team. No, didn't, <laughs> didn't know, know how to pronounce it. You know, we had, we had Kozhenesh that we just got for Aiden Hill out of San Jose as the guy that was going to do the backing up. Prozvatov plays down in the minors, throw this check kid in with him, and Vamelka ended up playing outstanding. Hutton's hurt. There's a three headed monster when he comes back, and I don't I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> I, I I I honestly don't know. Like somebody's going to have to get waved and sent down um you know does carter hutton get waved i i don't know i i have no idea we will ask craig but we won't ask craig tonight no we won't He's ask craig tonight because full. like we said before matt shot will be joining us and if you haven't had the opportunity yet um today craig released a story on gophnx.com that is not behind the paywall so anyone can read it um, about matt and his story um it's a really great read he i mean he's an incredible guy we saw him also yesterday at the ice den i know pd um knows him a bit obviously and craig too so we're looking forward to chatting with him if you have questions for him in the chat we'll try and get to them there too i mean did i know you were driving but did you get to listen to the pregame i did ceremony it was was, really touching yeah very touching and and all that stuff today was a complete shock he didn't know he was dropping the puck he didn't know that he was getting a a zoom call from steve eiserman who was his idol um so you know i think the coyotes did a great job making it a special night and he was um he was amazing when i got a chance to talk to him yesterday i mean his attitude he was he was smile on his face he was uh, I mean, it was, he's an impressive, he's an impressive young man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, we talked a lot about Leighton Nicardo and, and he truly was one of the, the, the key reasons and the key people in getting Leighton to be a part of what was going on, um, at the Coyotes. And, and, and so him, the story comes full circle yeah. now. So, you know, we were here and he helped get us to, to watch Leighton's fight and, and be a part of Leighton's life. And, and Leighton inspired a, a whole group of Coyote men for, for a couple of seasons. And now it's it's Matt's turn. 
and it's a it's a sad story but but you know we're all sending our thoughts and prayers and positive thoughts and i know he's got the right attitude and um we're really pulling for him yeah it was it was really touching to see all the players coming in tonight wearing the the shirt with his name on it and all the all the purple. I tried to wear kind of. I purple. know. I try. I tried. <laughs> I, I thought it was a great idea, and then I go to my closet, and it turns out. <laughs> what you don't have purple? I no. feel like it's your color. Come on. I, I, I turns out. <laughs> oh, turns man. out it wasn't. Oh man. He's well, waiting for his new uh, Cody Coyote shirt. I am, which I did get in purple. Oh yeah. Let's let's uh, pull up the new colors of the. And Gilbert shirts. Anthony, I wish I could help with your parlay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. He's PD, one short every time. Peter, you said you I ordered did. the purple. I got so the purple. there's the purple for your wardrobe. If you haven't already checked it out two new colors of the cody coyote shirt and a brand new shirt look at that that is that's fire. i mean that is fire i it's on the way it's it's uh, I've yeah, mine, mine too i ordered the black the purple and this new one add it you got to the, the black cody uh-huh. coyote too yeah black is my I, favorite I, color i know it was, <laughs> actually it's the absence of color but that's a whole school thing. you know what i know <laughs> um but but i have so many phnx shirts in black so I went purple. And Good I don't know you. if I'll ever wear it. Yes, you will. I will. I wore the red one. So I'll wear the blue one. Or the purple one for oh, sure. Oh man. Well, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. So be sure it's to check stuff, be sure to check out the PHNX locker. There's incredible merchandise on there. If you want to add even more purple, the Suns have some great shirts on there as well. Um, members get deals, weekly deals of the week on merchandise. So great, a lot of perks being a member. If you sign up for the year membership, you get a shirt with that. So you can choose from any of the coyote shirts any shirt really that we have um at the locker um there's just a lot of perks being a member like we said the members only discord you get access to that we're in it all the time chatting we we have inside jokes in the discord like it's pretty funny it's a good group in the discord craig and i and leah are in there every day every day pretty much yeah i learn more in there than i do anywhere else (laughs) honestly if i have a question i'll just ask them honestly because they know the cba i know (laughs) it's crazy it's so true and um most importantly be sure to check out go phnx craig is pretty much putting out stories almost almost every single day um there's a lot of great content from all the other writers the suns are on an 11 game winning streak the cardinals are leading their division like it's just a lot fun time fun fun time in arizona sports and at phnx it's like, where else are you going to get this much much coverage of the Arizona sports teams five days a week? Check, be sure to check it out. It really means a lot um, to have your support. So uh, join join the family. And here comes the calls. All and Tim, right. Tim, we don't have a lesson today because we got to get to Matt's shot, but we will have one soon, um, probably tomorrow night against L.A. Yes. Now we're just waiting. Hey, hey, hey Matt shot. What's going on? Do we, oh. oh, wait, we got to wait for Craig. Oh, here it comes. All right, here comes Craig. Craig, we got to see if we. Craig, can you wait? Wait. Craig, can you hear us? Oh wait. I can hear you. Oh. Matt Shot, do do you have audio, Matt? I do. I hear you guys. Wow. Look at this. Look at the Aaron. Aaron, we, we practiced. The, wow. Oh, baby. That's go. moderately impressive right there. We got four people on at a time. Can't see us, but that's okay. That's okay. They've seen enough of us. Yeah, we probably have. Wow. Well, we're going to toss it over to you, Craig Morgan. Okay. Maddie, what what was this night like for you? I saw the big wow. smile on your face when you came out. <laughs> it was not it was it wasn't anything I ever expected. Like seriously, as I told you in that interview, like I just I never expected to make this kind of an impact on people. Like I've never I've obviously never tried to be a person that people would dislike, but I've always tried to be a likable individual. 
Um, I think obviously like going through the whole night was fun and, and emotional, but I think like w what hit me the most was during the second intermission, they had all the Kachinas that were in attendance meet up at the club level, the suite level. And I mean, like it was, it, it was, there were so many girls there and it was like, they all had to, like, we all did one big group and everyone, I felt like Mickey Mouse. I told her, I, told, <laughs> I was like, I felt like Mickey. Cause it was like, I stood next person over, next person over. <laughs> it was awesome. Like, again, I just, I, even girls, like I've seen, I've seen a handful of times, but not, you know, I don't coach regularly just coming over and thanking me and everything. And it was, it was just not ever what I'd expect to happen for me. For, for people that don't know, Matt Schott has been been very involved in all of youth hockey in the Valley as an, an employee of the Arizona Coyotes. And most recently, his hands have been, you know, he's, he's dive, had a deep dive into the Kachina Girls program. And I tell you, it's one of the fastest girls hockey program, if not the fastest, Matt, you'll probably correct me, in the United States. Um, it's an impressive how quickly this program has developed and, and honestly Matt it is truly because of you so you've done a great job and I know they owe a lot to you and and, and what you've done for the youth hockey in this valley so f on behalf of them thank you for everything you've done oh, thank you I mean I, I do it 10 times over you know girls girls needed needed somewhere to play they, we couldn't just keep going through the motions we had to do something that gave them not just a chance to play but play at home play at home and not have to leave to get the training that they wanted and, and hopefully this this january i think is when the vote is i hope hope we get our our tier one status and we can literally put the the top of the pyramid on and we will have that pyramid fully fully uh built and it's it's been fun to be a part of maddie i gotta ask you about the stevie y interview how did that go on zoom uh, you didn't know about that, right? You had no idea that was coming. No, I didn't. I know Shane and Lindsay had made comments about like we're trying, we're trying, but I don't know if it'll work out. And and like I I don't I don't like surprises, so I kept kind of thinking in my mind, what could they do? What could they do? But like I just it yeah, I never really thought that would ever happen. And when you know I being they did a lot of the similar way to set it up like they did with Leighton when I was here and and. Um, I knew something was happening and when she said we have a message from somebody and I turned the corner and saw the computer to see S. Eiserman, I was just like, I, I tried so hard not to cry right there because I, that was the that was the reason I didn't want to really ever meet him and I didn't want my idol to see me cry and I tried, think I did all right. But he was, he, I, you know, like a lot of people, it's just like, how are you doing? Nice to meet you. Just the small talk. But I mean, he started talking like, what system do you run with your Kachina team? Like, wait, wow. no, no red line, no, how's the 212 work for you? And I'm wow. like, there's nine people in here. I felt really awkward, but I, like, I, it was, I got to talk hockey, like, not just talk my, my situation. I got to talk actual hockey with Steve Eisman, and that was just a dream come true. Did you uh, tell him about your parents' jersey jinx and I explain did, no. <laughs> Donor cut us off. I thought of but I thought about bringing that up, but I, yeah, I, uh, PD, you don't, I don't know. Craig. I don't know. Yeah. I, so my parents, ever since I was like five or six, well, since they were season ticket holders, really, every time they got something signed by a, definitely a coyote player, but like anybody, that player would get traded. And that first <laughs> got passed on to me too. Like I had a Kyle Turris jersey. Nice. Um, 
I had, you know, my dad had Oleg Tevardowski gloves, Ronick jersey, hobby. He had, a, he won a hobby Bullen jersey on a radio contest, and two days later, his name got traded. <laughs> and so they were like, "Do you want a new jersey?" And it's like, "Yeah, sure." They gave him a Ronick one, and I think that later that year was when Ronick left. And so he's like, "What are you kidding me?" So I, I specifically at like nine years old, I was like, never buy me anything Steve Eisman. Like I cannot be held responsible <laughs> for him getting, that's for fantastic. Him getting so I have, yeah, my first, my first memorabilia was a puck from my friend, Kristen, uh, bonus, uh, about five years ago, six years ago, she gave me one and I was, she was like, I wanted to give you my, your first Eisman signed or memorabilia. Well, that's great. So he, he, you didn't cause him to get traded, but did you have an Arizona Coyotes team signed jersey last year? So can we blame you for all of these moves? (laughs) Well, good grief. (sighs) Anyway, Matt, can you... I'm sorry, Craig, I didn't mean to step in. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to ask about a couple other moments of the night. I've always wondered, actually, it's a silly silly thing to ask, I guess, but what's it like to drop a puck in it? In a ceremonial first buck. I mean, what was that whole experience like? It, it, I mean, like, again, I've been on other sides for a lot of people. And it, it like, it was yeah. weird this time being the person escorted around. I'm usually the one escorting <laughs> people. But um, I kept thinking, I was like, do you, like, am I going to try and do a flip trick? Like, am I going to try and flip it? Or should I just keep it basic? But I was like, no, nah, man. The last thing you need is to flip it up. I accidentally hit Dil- or Jay Beagle in the face. And. keep it straight keep it normal i was glad that it was beagle too because i as he he said to todd walsh in the in the intermission he hit me up right away moving here aaron aaron with the coyotes put us together and i like right away i got him his kids involved with the junior coyotes in the house league over there and my buddy pete in washington is like he knew beagle then they were really close friends and he said dude he is he's our dome and he's he was he was he was one of the ones that talked to me the most on the ice and everything. So I was I was pretty happy that it was him that got to take wow. down puck drop. Well, and Special. and by the way, I, I saw your intermission interview with Biz and Todd Walsh. So if it doesn't work out with the Coyotes, Craig's chair is open tonight <laughs> here at PHNX. Wow, we, we could go. we could probably make a move. They're just you did an outstanding job. Thank you. Biz, Biz even said after, he's like, you better not take my job. I'm like, hey, I went to school for this. So I do have <laughs> I, I went to school for sports journalism. So, but that was, that was, I knew I was interviewing with Walshy. I didn't know I was interviewing with Biz. So like, I, I, you know, he's, he's such a, a popular guy and he's, he's so funny. I was, when I saw him sitting there, I was like, this is going to be odd. It just made it, it made it a lot more light. Like it made it just a little bit, I could, I could be myself a little bit more. Maddie, I wanted to ask you about this, and I, I sort of know where you stand on this already, but you've been such an open book about this experience. Um, I'm curious if that's difficult to just to be so public about your experience and why you chose to do it. Um, I think I, I mean, I think the reason I've never really been, I mean, I don't go out and tell people and tell people, but if people want to know, I have no problem sharing my story and telling anything. I honestly think it, it with as you know the mentality that i've taken the very positive mentality you know keep positive uh, way of thinking and everything i i think that's one of the reasons i had such an easy time being like yeah i do want i do want to share this because i want people to have that same mentality see like it's working for me everyone's different everyone's routes different but like it's working for me 
And if you can, like just your mentality is your reality. And if you're positive, you know, that's, that's how everything should go. And hopefully, you know, and it's, it just, it makes it easier for the fight if you just have that, have that sort of reality. And, and so that's kind of why I wanted to share it was because hopefully people pick up from this, just like I picked up from Leighton, just like I picked up from my dad from Strader, watching how, you know, Dave Strader always was in a good, good, you know, spirits for the most part. And it was, you know, as long as I can, if I can, if I can help one person feel better than, you know, I did my job. Matt, so I get you. Oh, I'm sorry. Ahead, no, and okay, I just, I, I just, I know you've been through it tonight, and I saw it on uh, on Bally Sports. Just briefly, can you give us, you know, diagnosis, prognosis, and tell us how you're doing? Yeah. Um, the, I'm doing good. Uh, there's no, so the, I have cholangiocarcinoma, which is a bile duct cancer. Um, I'm on a second different type of treatment. Uh, the first one didn't necessarily work as well as they hoped, so they switched it over. Uh, but I'm still like. I get fatigued here and there. I get tired here and there. Um, but besides that, oh, the only other side effect is super sensitivity to cold. And I, Plus, you work in hockey. Great. Yeah, I reminded them. I said, you guys know I work at an ice rink, right? Like, so it's, it's, been a, it's been a little annoying at times, and I've got to bundle up. But, you know, haven't really gotten nauseous. I've still got my hair. So, like, I, you know, like, I, I, I feel really good. One of the things I did ask, one of the, you know, first questions I asked the doctor, uh, do I have a timeline? Do I have, you know, is there like a, you only got this long to live? So when my dad had lung cancer and he was diagnosed, it was like, they said eight to 14 months. Treatment, no treatment, eight to 14 months. Don't expect anything more. And my oncologist was like, no, you're nowhere there. You're nowhere near there yet. You, you know, like we got one, we have to see how the meds go. The fact that you're, you know, young and I mean, for the most part healthy uh you know you you're you should you know there's no timeline yet he said he's had the oncologist said he's had people live up to 10 years um plus and have no issues uh it's it is not it is not a curable cancer but it's treatable and that just means you just have to get scans probably every three to six months and just make sure it doesn't come back if this round's beaten just got to, I keep asking, do I get to ring the bell? And he said, well, Mayo doesn't ring a bell, but you can bring whatever bell you want the day that <laughs> we tell you that you beat it. And I said, I told Craig, I'd bring a bullhorn. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, we so, got a cowbell here in the studio for you. I, I'd be glad to get rid of. Yeah, I, I offered that, but he wants the horn, so we might have to look at <laughs> Okay. So, as you're looking up at the scoreboard tonight, you've got Carly Accardo up there in tears. You've got... Lindsay Fry up there in tears. And by the way, I saw her in the press box and she was still in tears. You got Sean White up there in tears. Were you a puddle tonight, buddy? I I tried my best not to get too too emotional. I did a lot of like <laughs> with rub downs, but I, I got a lot of it. Honestly, I got a lot of it out earlier with all the articles that were posted and then yours posted and I that that got a lot of it out of it, but um but yeah, it was it was you know, I tried to keep my composure as much as possible. It's just how, you know, it's how I am. I know I can be emotional behind the scenes, but just wanted to keep that composure in, in front of people. But it was not, it was not easy. There were definitely some waterworks. You uh, got to go celebrate with a Jets pizza tonight now? Put on some yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Matt Shot, I just wanted to say from everybody here at PHNX, Thank you for taking the time. I know it's been a it's a, been a tough, long, hard day for you, but we really appreciate it. And and honestly, all of us are thinking and sending good thoughts and praying for you. 
Thanks, Steve. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you guys having me and everything. And you know, happy happy to share my story with whoever I can, and, and hope it hope it influences some people. Thanks a lot, Matt. Craig, we'll see you tomorrow night, buddy. I know we didn't get to talk hockey, Craig. Was that okay? That's absolutely okay. This this night was all about Matt. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks Matt. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys. Great talking to him. <sighs> I mean, just the, like his attitude is, it just listening to that. It just makes you think like there's so many things that are more important yeah. than than hockey really and wins like... and losses, and it just really makes you appreciate having health and yeah. yeah. And I I I look at Matt Matt and he smiled the whole time. Yeah, it's I, not... I couldn't stop smiling. Yeah, I'm I'm really impressed with that young man. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad he got to you know, get some recognition tonight because yeah. he, he's done so much for the the Arizona hockey community and done so much to bring attention and awareness to, you know, cancer and everything like that. So just, just a great guy. Yeah. And like I said, check out Craig's article. It really captures um, Matt well. So if you want to get to know more about him, you can yeah. uh, read that as and well. And he's, he, you know, we sit and talk about the NHL and the fun side and the lights and the brights and you know the the fancy hockey he's he's in it like he's out there late nights weekends he's on the ice hour after hour after hour with these kids it's hard yeah it's really hard he's driving to all the different rinks in the valley the time he's put in um it's 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 a tough tough job Mm -hmm. and and what an outstanding job with a fantastic attitude and that organization is is truly fortunate to have him on their staff. Definitely. So thanks. Thanks for setting that up, Craig. Yeah, definitely. Well, we want to kind of end on that note. Like we had mentioned before, um, a bunch of you sent in photos of people in your life, or maybe yourself, a loved one, a friend, a family member who um, have battled cancer, either are battling cancer or or have um, passed away. And we just wanted to make sure that we got to highlight all of those people on Hockey Fights Cancer Night. So on behalf of all of us here at PHNX, you know, thank you so much. And you're the, you're the true heroes to us. 